Testing, testing. Still way too loud. Can you get Jamie? Can you please come get Ellie? Okay, let's try this again. You're listening to the Neurodivergent Nurse, and I'm your host, Jamie. I'm a registered nurse who has ADHD. On this podcast, we will talk all things ADHD. I'm really just beginning to learn about this diagnosis and how to navigate through it, but I am so excited to take you on this messy and raw journey with me so that we can learn together. So let's get started. Happy June, all of my neurodivergent friends. If you're from the United States, then you know that June is Pride Month, and it is not a month that really meant anything to me until the last couple of years because I was raised in the South, so I was part of the population of people who believe that, like, homosexuality or anything other than, like, the heteronormative was terrible, And I'm ashamed to say that that was indoctrinated in me. And since I've really grown over the past, I don't know, maybe 10 years to find my voice and to really stand up for what is right and to think independently, I just want to say happy Pride Month to everyone because you deserve to exist in whatever your happiness is. That is my thought when it comes to anything in life. As long as you're not harming another person, then be happy. Do whatever brings you the peace in your soul that you so desperately deserve. So, happy Pride Month. If you also want to participate in Pride Month, then I actually have apparel that I made and designed. I'll put it in the show notes. And 20% of the proceeds that go to buying those products this month that's anything related to the LGBTQ plus community will be split between two organizations. The first one is the Trevor Project. It is an organization that I have donated to many, many, many times in the past. The Trevor Project is one of the few organizations with a focus on real-time crisis interventions. It was established to be a lifeline for any LGBTQ plus youth under the age of 25. It uses lifelines, chats, and text to make sure whoever is calling messaging, texting is okay. And by donating, you can make sure that it's a 24-hour service that stays available. And the other one that will receive the proceeds is the Center for Black Equity. The reason why the donations are going to the Center for Black Equity is the need for recognition and acceptance of our Black LGBTQ plus members. It's so crucial now more than ever. The Center for Black Equity recognizes this and it promotes itself as being the leading center of Black LGBTQ plus equality. The best thing about this agency is it gets deep within communities and centers their issues with its own. So if you're interested, go ahead, head over, buy a fanny pack, buy a t-shirt, buy a pint glass, whatever. And just know that when you're buying this cool piece of apparel or new favorite glass to sip your favorite beverage out of, you're also going to be helping people while you do it. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Okay, so let's get on to this week's topic. I have had multiple people the last two or three weeks reach out to me and ask me about tips for interviews. A lot of people are just getting into the workforce now because graduation has just happened in the last month or so and they need help during their interviews. Realistically, interviewing is difficult for even the most focused applicants for a job. But when you're struggling with ADHD, it can seem impossible. Studies show about 4% of the adult population battles ADHD daily. Our symptoms often include trouble staying focused, organized, fidgeting, forgetfulness, not to mention how we forget what we're saying in the middle of saying it, right? So someone who is interviewing us, these behaviors may come across as being uninterested, unprofessional, and we know that that's just not the case at all. Let's first talk about what you should do prior to the interview. The number one thing is that you should research the company that you're interviewing for. Corporate websites provide a wealth of information. You can also look at the competitor sites and you can talk to people familiar with the industry. You want to look for press coverage of the company in Google News, but be careful. Don't let your ADHD brain get distracted because you'll go down a rabbit hole online. When you do things like this, you will start to recognize keywords they use. For example, a job that I interviewed for once, which was honestly one of my absolute favorite jobs, and I hope to one day move out to that area for it to be my forever home. The business is called Dignity Help. That's not the name of the hospital, but it's under the umbrella that owns the hospital that I was applying for and got the job for. But as soon as you click on Dignity Help, it comes up, Hello, Human Kindness, which I don't know if that tells you anything, but it should not be surprising that this was a hospital that I took a liking to. And with just one additional click, you can see that it says, Human Kindness Heals Mind, Body, and Spirit. You hold the power to heal to have a real impact on health of people around you. We all do, which is why modern medicine is ripe for a change in perspective because each of us is human. Our mind, our body, and spirit is one and the same. So if our mind is calmer because we feel that we're being taken care of by those around us, our body responds. Stress levels go down and we can heal faster. This is the true power of human kindness. That alone, which I left out the whole other half of the write-up about this healthcare system. So I know that whenever I'm going into the interview, that the questions that they are going to ask, that I need to make sure that my love of commonality for human beings, no matter who you are, should be what is reflected in my answers, because that is also who I am at the core. But if they see that that is the core of who I am, that they are going to believe that I'm going to be a good fit and I am going to be very malleable within their system because I'm going to be able to contribute to what they want to offer to what they give to the world. I'm talking as a nurse in this specific situation now, but what was important to me working in the neuro ICU is that I would look up to see if they were a comprehensive stroke center. If they weren't, is that something that they were working on? Because likely my experience as being a charge nurse in a comprehensive stroke center would be great for them. Find out what the awards are centered around the job that you're looking for and see if they have 
receive those awards and what all has gone into it. That's going to be something that you want to keep in your back pocket. Okay, the next thing we need to do as we prepare for an interview is we need to set goals for the interview. And by that, I mean, you need to make a list of your accomplishments and your abilities because we always forget what we do. I forget what awards I've received in the last five years. Shoot, if you ask me, hey, Jamie, what do you like to do for fun? I have no idea. That's weird because I literally live my life, but I can't tell you what I enjoy doing for fun. So make sure that you review before you go in there. Are you ACLS certified? Do you have BLS? Have you received any awards in the last five years? If you just graduated school, did you graduate with honors? Keep all of those things and your volunteer experience. Make sure you keep those on the forefront of your brain. Review it like you're reviewing going into a test. If you have these at the top of your mind, you can weave them strategically into your replies. Be subtle. But you also want to be clear that your skills can translate into benefits for this organization that is hiring you. The third thing you want to do is prepare for problems. If you can foresee problems stemming from your spotty work history or training, I mean, there's been a pandemic for the last couple of years. Prepare for questions that bring up these issues. Be confident and comfortable with reasons that you left your prior jobs or if you have any gaps in your industry knowledge or your work history. The next one, expect common questions. There's going to be questions. Tell me about yourself. What are your best and worst traits? What did you like best or least about your last job? These are all really common interview questions, so be ready for them with well thought out answers. And while we're talking about expecting questions, they're not common, but I highly, highly, highly recommend that you go on and you look up common questions that are asked for people in your industry. So neuro ICU nurse. If I were to simply type into Google neuro ICU nurse, I would have so many options that would pop up with ICU nursing interview questions with sample answers. They even have them outlined into general questions like what are your greatest strengths as a nurse? What inspired you to get into the field of nursing? How would your patients describe you? Then you have questions about experience and background. Tell me about a time when you were under a lot of pressure at work. What did you do to handle it? Then the next one, in-depth questions. How do you titrate a heparin drip? Name an instance when you did not agree with a policy or procedure, and what did you do to address it? I highly, highly, highly recommend going online, typing in whatever your field is, even if it's not healthcare related, typical interview questions. And if you have someone available, have them ask you those questions. Have them ask, Jamie, what are your greatest strengths as a nurse? And so then I'm not sitting there trying to come up with an answer. I can practice replying, my greatest strength as a nurse is that I am very empathetic. I see patients as people. They are not just a room number to me. It is a person laying in that bed going through the worst day of their life. And because of that, because I see them as the human being that is lying in that bed, then it changes the way that I completely go about my shift because my whole purpose is to make sure that I can get them back to where they want to be, that I can help them get rehabilitated to as close as their baseline if that's desired. 
And they're not just a person that needs a trip titrated. They're not just a person who needs to have a blood pressure less than 160. They're a person who's suffering. So you, you get to practice going through flubbing up. And then whoever's listening to you, they can reply back and be like, hey, so you were very long-winded on that question. Can you shorten it down just a little bit? Maybe say something more along the lines of, Practice makes perfect. The next thing I want you to do as I'm talking about having a person there who can ask you questions and you get used to answering those questions, I also want you to have that person recognize and point out your weaknesses during the interview, like avoiding eye contact. Do you keep rambling? Are you fidgeting too much? And these will be issues for you to keep in mind while you practice your answers out loud even if you're just looking in a mirror with a partner, partner's best, but this way you'll be more confident with the tone and content of your replies when it comes to the real interview. Now, let's talk about the basics of what to do during the interview. Number one, be early. ADHD people, we have such poor time management skills. All right, so I'm gonna need you to build in some extra time and to plan to arrive early. I'm gonna need you to get there real early. This way, you're less likely to be late and you're gonna have time to collect yourself and you can be better before the interview. Okay, the next thing to do during the interview is to be positive. Everyone benefits from a positive outlook. Adults with ADHD need to be especially conscious of putting an end to the negative thoughts. This can be done with positive self-talk. You can do it with meditation, or you can visualize prior to sitting down in the meeting. Remember to make a great first impression by not knocking your former employer. You don't wanna knock your coworkers or your responsibilities. Even if those are really the way that you feel, you just don't want to come across as someone who is a complainer, even if they specifically ask you what you did not like about the last place that you worked. You don't want the interviewer to wonder how much you're going to be bad-mouthing their company in the future. All right, so obviously, you're going to want to interview with the right attitude. You're going to want to show interest and enthusiasm, even if you're not sure the job is right for you. You're going to want to project the ability to lead others and to work independently, you're gonna to want to demonstrate that you have great communication skills and you're gonna to wanna to show how you can fit in with your coworkers. The next thing you're gonna to wanna to do during the interview is something that is really difficult for a lot of us with ADHD and that is to listen. We have so much trouble listening to what the interviewer says because we're so busy concentrating on what to say next. Watch for the social cues that the interviewer is giving you, including their body language and their facial expressions. Those are valuable cues of how you're doing. Also, try to watch for some nonverbal cues. I feel like we pick up on that pretty well. Even though we're not always mindful of our own social skills, remember to make and keep eye contact. I know that's hard for many of us. You want to walk, and sit with a confident air, not overly confident, but you want to make it feel like you deserve to be there. You want to lean toward an interviewer to show interest and enthusiasm and speak with a well-modulated voice. Let's talk about the questions during the interview. We have fast brains, so I want you to know what the question behind the question is. Ultimately, every question boils down to why should we hire you? Be sure that you answer this question completely to show that not only are you qualified for the job, but you're the best candidate. Think of the positive aspects of your ADHD brain and use specific examples to help you make your case. 
When I was with Yada Yada Yacht Company, I creatively used my familiarity with whatever it was to boost profit margins by 28%. Now, I also want you to tell the truth. If you haven't done something that the job requires, but believe you can, then say why. We have creative brains, so be creative. Don't lie. If someone asks you how to do whatever, you could say, I'm a quick learner and I have experience doing these other things which are very similar to it and avoid using the word no. I remember when I was interviewing for Neuro ICU in North Carolina, it was one of the top 50 hospitals in the country for neurology and neurosurgery. I am just this little country girl from Alabama. I've never worked at a teaching hospital. To be honest, I didn't know what a teaching hospital was. And I remember the manager talking to me about TPA and talking to me about how incredible it was because this neurosurgeon used solitaire to remove an embolus during a thrombectomy. It was all a completely different language to me. Completely different language. If she would have quizzed me, what is TPA? I don't even know if I would have known that it was medication, to be honest with you at that point. So, grin and nod. And again, if they ask you a question, then you can go about answering it. But if not, fake it till you make it in some instances if you don't have to verbally respond to it. Another heads up that I got very early on when I was applying for jobs was to be smart about money questions. It's just not a good look to ask questions about what your pay will be. HR will call you if they are going to offer you the job. They will call you, they will tell you what they want to offer you. Oftentimes, you can negotiate that pay as well. Did know that for many years. And one of the things that's very important during the interview process that I think a lot of us forget is that whoever is interviewing you, the manager, like I said, whomever, they're going to say, is there anything you want to ask us? Are there any questions that you have? It's very easy to say, nope, I'm good. Thanks. Because we don't want to be in there 30 seconds longer than we have to be, right? But it is so important for you to go there with questions to ask them about the job. When I was interviewing for the rapid response team, my current job, when that came around to it and they said, okay, are there any questions that you have for me? Well, I already knew and I had a list of questions in my head of what I would want to ask them. Did I really care about the answers? Maybe not so much, but I wanted to seem like I was interested. I wanted to seem like I was knowledgeable of the role that I was going to be receiving. So my question was, as a rapid response nurse, you have to work very close with the physicians do you feel like the physicians see you as partners? Do you feel like there is fair collaboration, that they are easy to access, that they trust you? Or do you feel like it's a constant battle with having to prove that you need their attention or that you need their intervention more so than what you can provide? So those are the things that you want to be able to ask back. And if you can find a way to ask the questions with also making the person interviewing you feel like they are important, you are golden. Now, as you're wrapping things up, I'm gonna need you to prepare and to use a closing statement, almost like you're a lawyer. Thank the interviewer and summarize why you are the most qualified candidate for the position, why you want to work for the company, and why they would benefit the most by hiring you. This exit is your last chance to say what you want and to leave a good impression. And also, as you're wrapping things up, know the next step. 
clarify what the next step is as far as your candidacy and follow up with an effective thank you letter. This is another opportunity to market yourself. Find some areas discussed in the meeting and expand upon them in your letter. Now, a question that comes up often is if you should disclose you have ADHD or not. I don't have the right answer for that. I do know that obviously ADHD is a very real medical condition and it is covered under the ADA. So employers cannot legally discriminate against you because you have ADHD. I personally believe, and again, this is just my opinion, you don't need to make certain that it's not an issue. Do you really need to reveal that you have it or that you're going to need accommodations before you even have the job? There's a, a list of things that you get criteria like, oh, I can lift 10 pounds as a nurse. I can lift 10 pounds. I can be on my feet for 12 hours. Can you do those things? Yes or no? Okay, well, that is what I do agree to. Now, I would have you go through and review the Americans with Disabilities Act if you live in the United States to see how it's covered what is covered, what type of accommodations that you can possibly get in general that you are protected under. And I did read that since there is no way to prove if you're being discriminated against so early in the job process, waiting until after the job offer ensures that you have documentation and less risk of discrimination. It also helps employers to see you for who you are and not for your disorder. Though, having ADHD is something that can really help you in your interview. Realistically, with having ADHD, you have a lot of strengths that not neurotypicals have, right? And you can absolutely use these during the job interview without revealing too much too soon. For example, hyperfocus is very real and it's a valuable aspect of ADHD. To highlight this in an interview, you should tell potential employers you have the ability to channel your focus on the task at hand and get work completed quickly and efficiently. That you give 100%, if not more. Most people with ADHD have an abundance of energy, and this can be leveraged to execute your tasks and assignments quickly. Use this energy in your interview to show your glowing personality and contagious nature. Those of us with ADHD, we also tend to have a very creative outlet. Creativity can spark improvements in an office, operations, or various other aspects of a job. Depending on what your job title is, highlight your creative nature and how you would use it at work. Lastly, keep your answers short and simple. Remember, my time right now is pretty limited with so much going on still with school happening, uh, family, illness continuing that roller coaster but I want to let you know that if you are looking at going out for an interview and you need someone to hop on a zoom meeting with you to ask you questions that people would typically ask during an interview I know that it's very uncomfortable shoot me an email I'll be happy to send you a link that we can get on zoom we can go back and forth give you the highlights Say, this was really great. Here's something to work on to better your chances of getting that dream job that you really want because I believe in you. I hope this episode was something that you could take away a whole lot of things from that is going to help you in your life. A couple of things that you can remember for future interviews to come. And if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, I ask you to please 
rate it five stars right now while you're thinking about it and leave a comment with the rating because that really boosted up to help other people to be able to find this helpful information. Those of us with ADHD, I mean, I know I can use all the help that I can get, but I really appreciate you listening and I hope you have a wonderful week and I can't wait to talk to you again.